broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. My name's Scott, I'm here with Ryan. How are you, friend? What's happening, Hoops? I want to shake his hand! I want to shake his hand! You're here uh, at Enough the Podcast, folks, uh, episode 170, which seems high to me. That seems like a high number. We're getting up there. Yeah. We're, We're really doing it. It's all happening here. How about those fucking C's, kid? You've been watching the Celtics? Kid. I have not watched one minute. In fact... <laughs> I haven't either, but I thought we'd... Uh, I don't think I will either. Kid, what if they fucking win the pennant, though? <laughs> or um, whatever it's called. I believe it is the NBA championships. Are they in them okay. now, or are they on their way? It's just them. They're about to face the final team, I believe. God, mm. we're such sporters. Sports Who's the experts. final team? The Lakers? Kid. I don't know. I should know this. The Golden Nuggets? I just know everybody's fired up. They're fucking... The... Popping the the Encore Adams. Casinos? What, who are we playing here? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, for, I want to apologize in advance if I sound a little nasally or if I'm sniffling or <laughs> a lot because mm. I had a septoplasty this week for Ooh. my fucked up septum. Mm. and i am in recovery yes you hate to hear it kid had to go into the knife yeah i think ultimately it's going to be a lot better but for now it's definitely you can hear it in my voice a little bit so i think you sound great working on that it's a process what's in the news though that's the real question i mean we got a lot of fucked up shit going on this week first of all netflix announced they will stop green lighting quote-unquote, expensive vanity projects such as The Irishman, saying the tendency to do anything to attract talent and giving them carte blanche is going away. So, I mean, from a business standpoint, I fully understand that. The Irishman was junk. No. It was junk. How dare you? You didn't like it. I did. I saw it with you. You did. I liked It's too long. I think it's got a lot of great stuff in it. It's junk. Junk? It's fucking junk. Can't believe you're giving that the junk. It's a fucking sir. junk movie and oh. it's boring as hell. Fuck. Um I if I were Ted Sarandos, if I were in his position, given how much money they're losing right now, mm. greenlighting any type of vanity project. The the reason the Irishman was on Netflix is because it couldn't get made anywhere else. I mean Nobody wanted to deal with the de aging and the gross budget of the film itself i do think it would be better if they decided to not do the de-aging they don't quite have that figured out yet no or didn't then it looks silly it doesn't look great they all look like they were in welcome to marwin i'm over here now (laughs) yeah it it does kind of have that weird sheen to it (laughs) winning but uh yeah like they're basically announcing they're going to stop making real movies right they're just going to churn out red and red two and or what red redemption or whatever what's the what what am i thinking of red state 
No, Red Snake Netflix Kevin original Smith movie. Well, the one with Ryan Reynolds and The Rock. What the fuck is that called? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Red Notice. Red Notice. They're just going to make movies like that forever. Yeah, and but it's like, that's still an expensive movie. It's just not a vanity project. It's an uh, algorithm-approved turkey that... <clears throat> But I mean, like, there Netflix's only good movies are movies like this, like The Irishman, right. Mar- Marriage Story. They got a handful of other ones I can't remember off the top of my head. They're gonna just focus on making fake movies from here on out. It seems. I'm wondering what they like. What purpose does it serve for them to announce that? Yeah, and yeah, it's a great point. Like, I don't know, every time they announce anything, I'm like, what is, what's, <clears throat> I th- what's the meaning of this? It it seems Excuse like their PR is is not as good as it you'd want it to be, in the sense that they're kind of going through it right now, and they should just be not talking about what they're doing behind the behind closed doors. Yeah. There's no reason for us to know about them not making real movies anymore. Yeah, everything coming out about them makes them seem desperate. Yes. And like they're floundering, which, you know... Maybe they are, but why is it Netflix taking a hit? They like compared to like you don't hear about all the other. I mean, I guess a lot of them just go away and go under, or they rebrand themselves as Freebie, Quibi, miss you, love you. Hulu though is doing fine. Is it just because they're Disney? Yeah, they're too big to fail, and they have so much under that umbrella that I feel like Hulu will be around for forever. Or at least a while, if not yeah. forever. Something will... I can't imagine Netflix ever going away either, so... Yeah, at this point, they're so, like, baked in. I feel like they're good, and it's weird that every news story is about how they're falling apart at the seams. They're no longer, like, the Kleenex of streaming services anymore, though. Yeah, that's good. In the sense of people saying, like, oh, let's just watch something on Netflix. Mm. It's kind of like people will go through it and say the other options now. Yeah, like HBO Max and some of the other ones have more juice now and it's like yeah they've got better shit netflix is just turkey town Mm. but we'll see how that shakes out i love the idea of scorsese like bankrupting netflix and this being part of the plan the whole time that is funny could be dope do you have that list of bet movie awards nominees or the bet awards i guess their version of the best pictures i do let's rifle that off quick you sent this the other day, and just this lineup floored me. These are the nominees for Best Film at the BET Awards 2022. Candyman. King Richard. No good. Respect. <laughs> which everyone listening is, what is that movie? Uh, that's the Aretha Franklin biopic that nobody on earth saw or gave a care about because it's supposedly horrendously bad. I think Jennifer Hudson, former Academy Award winner portrays uh, Aretha in that picture. Ooh, we had some cuts. And Space Jam, A New Legacy, got a Best Film (laughs) nomination. (laughs) The idea of that getting nominated for anything at any awards ceremony is just jaw-dropping, gobsmacking. And the other two nominees for best film, Summer of Soul, which is a documentary that people say is good, and The Harder They Fall. A Netflix Ridge sneaking in there. What was The Harder They Fall again? That was that cowboy movie with like Idris Elba. Oh, I shut that off real quick. I don't think I ever saw it. I heard it was okay though from other people. 
I don't trust other people anymore. I hate most things. <laughs> I don't trust other when people. When someone anymore. recommends something to me, I'm just like, nope. <laughs> just like goes right out. There's no one except for you when I say, hoops, will I like it? Mm. And you say, yes, then I'm excited about something. Yeah. You were wrong about Chippendale, though, by the way. You're very particular. You need to, yeah. Chippendale, I gave it one and a half on Letterboxd. Fuck. I said it was a piece of shit. That's a three and a half star picture on Disney Plus. Very enjoyable. I, yeah, uh, I know what you, you mean. almost never miss, though. You almost never miss with, with a me pick. Because it's like there are certain button buttons or uh, beats, rather, that you mm. got to hit for me to enjoy something. Yeah, like filling out like the Ank questionnaire of <laughs> items. What that- are the top three? Like cool guy, gore, beheadings. Yeah, yeah. like gore, unnecessary violence, swear words. Yeah, a lot of cursing. <laughs> Kid likes that grit. You fucking But, uh, yeah, the... I feel like I had a thing, and I just About the BET Awards, Space Jam. Mm, maybe the Heart of the... Uh, Heart of the Fall, Idris Elba. That's fine, it'll come back. You know what I really liked him in was that DJ show. That was really good. Oh, something else I, that only you have watched. <laughs> that I forgot about that. He's so handsome. Most of his movies are just bad, and I still think he's like very entertaining to watch. Yeah, he has the whole world like begging for him to be James Bond just because he's handsome and has a British accent. Huge dick <laughs> would be my prediction. Mate. I watched him buying sneakers the other day on one of those like complex or whatever. They do these oh, things sure. where like a celebrity goes to a sneaker store, and they're like, oh, what pairs you got for me, mate? I thought you meant in real life for a second. I was imagining you just following Idris Elba around the beam. Idris? Idris? Sir? I've hated you in almost everything you've ever done, but I'm still a big fan. I think he's good. I liked him in The Suicide Squad. I think Touche. I thought he was fun in that. I liked that one a lot, actually, yes. Fun movie. And I got a little news here for friend of the show, Cod. It looks like they are making a sequel to Book Club. The- <laughs> The movie starring uh, Diane Keaton, Jane Fonda, Candace Bergen, and Mary Steenburgen. I believe I've described this movie as Wild Hogs for women or for older women Funny. in the past. He's in on it. But yeah, they're making a sequel to this movie called Book Club 2, The Next Chapter. I love Diane <laughs> There he is right there. That's the only time I've ever been able to use that drop and have it actually make sense. That's awesome. Beautiful. I hope it actually came through loud enough. Um, yeah. yeah. Who's the director? That's not a Nancy Myers. Uh, da- is- David Fincher is directing this uh, book club sequel. <laughs> oh, it's going to be very dark and ominous. Yes. No, uh, also that subtitle, Book Club 2, The Next Chapter. Real good stuff. You know, because like books have chapters. I get it. He that's gets very it. Funny. He's laughing. He's having a lot of fun. He's having a laugh. It. Mate. But yeah, that is a movie that... I might watch when it's on TV in a year and a half. Maybe. Maybe. Very maybe. Stay I, stand. I hope Cod goes and sees it in the theater. Cod, uh, he still hasn't given us his review of Top Gun, which I'm surprised. I was nervous as hell last week that he was going to go that Thursday and spoil it. Did he go? I don't know. Oh. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I feel like he would have definitely. Hit I feel like we would have heard about it, yeah. Yeah. What about the fact that Clint Eastwood turned 92 years young the other day? 
not to get into a birthday corner, we've retired that. It's in the obits. But I thought it was worth mentioning because that's very old and he's still making movies. Yeah, he's very old. Mm. I mean, I hope he sneaks out a couple. Cry Macho couple. was the worst movie of the year, I think. <laughs> yeah, friend of the show, Monty, was watching that the other day and uh, live didn't, reaction. I was going to say, didn't he say it was the worst movie he's ever seen? He He had some some takes in that vein and it was hard to argue with any of them quite frankly it's uh not clint's best speaking of clint eastwood did you see that uh masterpiece daughter uh titiana is dead what yeah wow titiana i'm not sure if i'm saying her name right titiana something with a t like tre tre something (laughs) tramana so she's dead Okay, Master P, apologies. Are you a big Master P fan? I don't know if you remember his work in Gone in 60 Seconds as like some guy that gets beaten up by <laughs> um, Nicolas Cage. You know what? I don't remember that, and I wish I did, because that's like exactly the kind of thing that I usually remember. That's like the only thing that's in my brain is knowledge like that. This is one of Master P's cuts. Is he? He fell off, as they say, didn't he? I believe he made a lot of money in Mm. the 90s. A lot of paper? Yes, that's what they call it. Did he put it in stacks? (laughs) Um, I can't even listen to that right now. Um, I think he's probably pretty rich, I had to guess, because he had No Limit Records, and he signed a whole bunch of artists. Okay. And I imagine that did well. He was at a time when you could still make money off of album sales, too. So, Mm. And... The tours weren't like totally bastardized. I'm sure you have some Master P compact discs. Uh, yeah, I think I have at least two. Kid, fire. Um, what else? So also, she's she's dead. <laughs> Tramana okay. is dead. Okay, we've covered that. The we were just talking about Top Gun two. It opened with a 124 million dollar three day opening weekend. Real G's. Big big movie, big screen. Loved it. We hope you enjoy it because we made it for you. I mean, this is Tom Cruise's biggest first week opening ever and his first 100 million plus debut, which I found very surprising. I was going to say, I find that surprising too. I would think all of his movies made $400 million in one night. (laughs) Yeah, like. In my world. I thought Night and Day made a billion (laughs) in fucking an afternoon. Cameron Diaz, like, I think I'm going to (laughs) retire after this and just have kids with the guy from Good Charlotte. It's exactly what happened, folks. It's a tragedy. They filmed that in, like, West Roxbury, I feel like. <laughs> I think you're probably right. Yeah. Um, what a swan. He's had a few few turkeys, like American Made and uh, that. and But, I mean, other than that, all, I, in my mind, all of those movies are $100 million movies. Yeah. Like, you're telling me all the Mission Impossible movies didn't do those kind of numbers? Mm. Back when people actually went to the fucking movies? Yeah, it's weird. People don't even really go to the movies anymore, and he's still making $100 million. I mean, he's single-handedly going to save the movies, I think. And I mean, from where I said, everybody that I spoke to, because I think I gave Top Gun like a three and a half touch and four on Letterboxd, because it's not perfect. It's a five out of five perfect film. That being said, (laughs) everyone that I spoke to, I said, definitely go see it. You're going to like it. Mm. But if you don't see it in the theaters, don't bother. Yeah. Because like watching it at home, you're going to get, even with a really good TV, with a really good sound system, it's not the same thing. Yeah. It's a theater movie. Oh, 100%. And he did that on purpose. And he made that very clear when yeah. this, like, can you imagine the boardrooms where the streaming service companies were trying to like, we're going to put this on HBO and Cruz mm-hmm. is just like, no, that's not happening. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. Like they put people in real planes up in the sky just so 
me in the theater could be like, oh, wow, look, they actually did that. That's fucking dope. Awesome. Look at that shot. Oh, I'm glad it, I'm glad it made a bunch of money, but like, I think Rion mentioned that like the idea of them doing like a Miles Teller and the other guy sequel is horrifying. And I agree. Yeah. Just sans Cruz. Yeah. They need another 30 years to figure out how 36. to do another one. Yeah. 36 years later, we get Miles Teller. Only he looks like shit. <laughs> Completely let himself go. Oh, kid. But yeah, I heard someone, they had a great read on the movie that, you know, that scene towards the beginning where Ed Harris is talking to Tom Cruise and he's like, like the old way of doing things is over for you. Like you're done. He's like, that may be true, but not today. Someone's like, that's Tom Cruise talking about like the theatrical experience versus streaming services. And it was kind of shoehorned, but I was like, that's good. And I agree. Yeah, I agree. And... That's the work. Cruz is one of the last. He's like the last living, like real action star. Because yeah. there's plenty of people that are in action movies, but for the most part, they're going to be superhero movies. Yeah, exactly. Like they all get sucked into Marvel or DC and make these turkeys. He's the only one like doing his own thing. If Cruz popped up in a Marvel movie, I think I'd hang myself. <laughs> That's how much I dislike watching people get swallowed by those, those franchises. Yeah, there was a big rumor that he was going to be playing like a version of iron man in that new doctor strange because like there's a multiverse and they have different versions of fucking every person blah 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 and i was happy to see that that was not true yeah i don't need that at all no um Keep they speaking of stuff that does not need to happen they've decided to make a trans uh barbie doll inspired by trans actress laverne cox from um orange is the new black a word what do you think about that that is odd. How does, since Barbies and Ken, Kens don't have anatomy anyway, exactly. are all of them trans? Yeah. What a great point. Let's think about this. Are they going to put, like, there used to be a dick here, like <laughs> written on the underwear portion, so that if you pull the fucking skirt up, there it yeah. is? Yeah, this is one of those things, just like, this doesn't seem necessary. I, don't, I can't imagine people were clamoring for this. If they were, right. I mean, I... I'm happy. Like trans people need it, to I have guess. doll representation so mm. that they can make their children be trans too. Like, I, to be honest, if I were f part of that community, nope, not going to go there. <laughs> if Ooh. I worked for Mattel, maybe that's a big give up. 100%, I would say, guys, I'll save us all a couple million here. Yeah. All Barbies are trans. I'd go on a press conference for Mattel yeah. and I would say, every Barbie on every shelf in America and the world wow. is trans. Honestly, that's brilliant, and you just save that company maybe $200 million. Right. Think about how much they're going to have to sink into making a whole new line of Barbies, promoting them however they promote them on like Nickelodeon or wherever <laughs> the ads must lie. Yeah. It's it's just unnecessary. Like, what are you going to explain to a child? It's like, you right. see, this is this Barbie made a... It's all nonsense. What you're literally describing is the bill in Florida that keeps this type of talk out of schools that Hank is such a proponent of were he to be here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about all that. I just mean, this is a step too far, where it's like dolls. Right-wing hoops. Yeah. So, <laughs> I need alt-right hoops. Like, that's a whole character I have in my head of you, like, <laughs> throwing out racism and just being a maniac. Oh, Hank's... <clears throat> Hank's alter ego, or Hank's yeah. sidecar, sidekick, whatever. Hank's buddy, Scooter. Who's I've been waiting for Scooter to appear for... You mentioned him a year ago. It's true. And maybe tonight's the night? 
Tonight's the night. Is that Hank storming down here? Now. Oh boy. There he is. I don't think anybody needs to see a Barbie doll and know what gender it is. If it's not a male or a female, that's it. You look at the clothes, you look at the hair. Mm. You see a man with long hair. It's mm. not a man I will take seriously on my ranch. Yeah, why would a man have long hair? Hank? I don't think he should. It's insanity. And another thing, we've been hearing a lot about these school shootings in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. And if that coward Joe Biden goes on TV one more time and threatens to take my AR-15s away from me, oh come on, man! He will have to come to my ranch, and I will blow his fucking head off. <laughs> I am threatening the president on our podcast, and I just realized that that's not a good idea. So I'm going to say that I am kidding. Yeah, maybe edit that out, Sammy. <laughs> maybe Possibly. we're on a watch list. Oh, come on, man. I'm picturing Joe Biden, like, throwing on his aviators and having a showdown with Hank. Like, listen here, mister. He only won the presidency because it was rigged. Oh, was it? I am at the forefront of the Stop the Steal movement. Hmm. On January 6th. Where were you on that day? I was breached the Capitol walls. I knew it. And my good friend got her head blown off. Oh my she was a ranch hand on the Hank Ranch. Oh, Ashley Babbitt. Did you May she rest in peace. She was a, a beautiful woman and a mother, and a, she had so much life and so much love to give. And now she's oh. taken from us way too soon. Did you guys used to watch Yellowstone together? And Yellowstone is an inaccurate depiction written by the liberal media. My oh, ranch is nothing like that. Wow. Wow. I can't believe Hank doesn't like Yellowstone. I live it. I'd like to see Hank's version of Yellowstone, which would be like a Star's original and would be impossibly <laughs> gritty, probably unairable. <laughs> Hank took off, I guess. You offended him when you mentioned Yellowstone. Fuck. Sorry, Hank. He really does believe all that shit, huh? I guess so. Yeah. And by the way, he Hank's opinions are not ours, so anything he says about threatening the president or... The capital, like none of that is anything that we endorse here no. at the podcast. And I don't know why we, we don't lock the door and keep him out more often. We should think about it's it. It's been weeks. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he's just having a good. <sighs> and I saw that Mike Mitchell, co- co-host of Doughboys, which I'm sure I've mentioned in the past. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like my favorite thing. Not even my favorite podcast. Maybe just my favorite just thing. In general. Yeah. <laughs> of all things. On earth is he just got some new acting work. He's going to be on the Twisted Metal TV show, which is going to be on NBC and Peacock. And I think it'll be great. Like NBC, like it's a network show? Yeah. How? Oh, just a Peacock original. It might be that. Okay. Actually. That would make more sense. Yeah. Um, It's funny. Twisted Metal is that old PlayStation game. Oh, I remember it. Yeah. I had it. I mean, it was a fun game. It, I used to be the clown. Ooh. Because he was the most twisted. Yeah, he was like the scary ice cream clown. He was Would also, you say he was too scary? I mean, I'm a little scared just thinking about it. Thinking about him roaring around. When's Mike going to come on this podcast? That's the question. I mean, we, he is a friend of the show. He has yeah. claimed to listen to this very podcast, which is very exciting. That is exciting. And Mike, if you're listening now. Yes. 
I loved your work in Starship Troopers or whatever that movie you were in that I enjoyed. The Tomorrow War. Yes, it was excellent. Yes. And you can watch I've never it. listened to Doughboys, but I think you have a nice face Ooh. and you seem like a sweetie pie. And I loved your appearances on Love. Hell yeah. He's that was him, right? The boyfriend? Yeah. Nice. He plays Randy on Love. He was on The Birthday Boys. He's a bunch of stuff. Great guy. Very funny. And it's nice to see him getting some work. Um, Do you see Owen Wilson had the wheels and tires stolen from his car out of his driveway in Santa Monica? I'm using all my strength to not say, oh, wow. I mean, his voice. Was, I was hoping that you would <laughs> say, oh, wow. That's kind of why I brought the story up. So <laughs> you, holding wow. the, you holding back seems a little odd. Wow. Wow, my wheels. <laughs> wow. What happened? Ka-chow. <laughs> <laughs> It's just Lightning McQueen sitting there wheelless with like sad Pixar eyes. You gotta help me, Mater. They took my wheels. <laughs> hey, man. He actually tried to kill himself again after realizing that his wheels were gone from his Tesla. What I want to know is why the fuck doesn't Owen Wilson have a garage? I have a garage. Yeah, that seems like... He's much he... more successful than I am, Barely. as far as I know. Oh, wow. Does he own a gym in Newton? I don't know. <laughs> Come on down to Owen Fit. We fucking <laughs> we do wow ups. <laughs> oh, it's a whole thing. Workout Wednesday. You get it? Yeah, wow. I, I'm in characters. Drill bit Taylor giving everybody uh, life advice. Jack trying to say that Drill bit Taylor is a better movie <laughs> than You Me and Dupree is one of the worst stances I've ever heard in my life. And Jack, I hope you're listening. I mean, this is a direct call out. They're both masterpieces. It's tough to decide. Joel B. Taylor, though, if he did, if he was successful when he tried to commit suicide all those years ago, his last movie would have been Joel B. Taylor. I and understand that, actually. If that, that were my last, if I had made Joel B. Taylor, I would have been in the same boat, I guess I could say. It's like, ah, what am I, what am I doing? Speaking of that, did you see that uh, Bill Cosby's civil trial has begun? Well, it's about to begin over uh, an assault that was alleged at the Playboy Mansion sometime in the 80s, I believe. Interesting. Huh. I hadn't heard anything about Bill Cosby being accused of anything. Yeah. This is wild. Strange, right? Doesn't seem like him. <sighs> that is fucked up. Didn't he? Wait, so he like served time, got out. Now he's a free man, and he is about to... Roar into the chill zone? Oh, fuck. Oh, there are hoops. Oh, boy. Oh, oh hoops. No. I brought you a beverage. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's a white claw like you enjoy so much. Why don't you just take a big sip? Well, don't look at it. It's foaming. Uh, I, I would, but it's open and foaming, as oh, you mentioned. Oh, oh, oh. That gives me pause. Well, let, me, let, me, let me take your shirt off. Okay, I don't see why that would have to happen, but... Sure. What do you think if I give you a, a massage while you do the pod? Don't mm. just pretend I'm not here. Okay. I'm innocent, by the way. Those women at the Playboy Mansion are liars. You know what? It's been a long day. I believe you, and I will take that massage, Bill. Okay, Thanks. go ahead with the rest of the show. I'm yep. going to give you a massage. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Folks, Bill Cosby is uh, giving me a shoulder massage, and it feels great. <laughs> And the rest of the news, there's a new Gerard <laughs> Butler movie out today. 
What, 300? <laughs> 303? <laughs> I was going to say 302, but they already did that. Oh, yeah. They actually... The that muggy took, sequel? Actually, it's not as bad as you might think it no? would be. <laughs> what, may I ask, what did you like about it? I'm a supporter of the criminally underseen 300 sequel starring Eva Green. and uh, Who is she again? She's that babe with the jugs who's from uh, Casino Royale. Never saw it. And that movie, The Dreamers, where Michael Pitt shows his D.I. <laughs> and uh, I almost just spit my drink out at that <laughs> Michael Pitt reference. <laughs> I feeling you'd enjoy that. <laughs> I'm not sure why he's funny to me. Hey, man. I'm like, did you ever see Bully? I got fired from Boardwalk Empire <laughs> for being annoying. My so, character was the only interesting part of the show. <laughs> Allegedly. I watched every episode of that, actually. Boardwalk Empire? Yes. I did also, and... It was okay. Yeah, it's not a great show, but it was good. It was over-budgeted. Like, they spent too much on it. They could have done it easier. Yeah. I liked Nucky Thompson, the whole, like, and Chucky Wade. It was a silly, like, stupid show. Anyone who lumps it in with, like, The Sopranos are truly great shows is A psychopath, yeah. How's Michael K. Williams doing? Has he got any good projects coming? He does, actually. Several. Nice. Yeah. Looking forward to that. (laughs) But uh, the Gerard Butler movie that just came out today that is presumably in some theaters, but on demand for a a hot... Playing at the cameo in Weymouth only. (laughs) The world premiere. Uh, The synopsis here just wowed me. It's called Last Seen Alive. Okay. Gerard Butler is a man whose soon-to-be ex-wife mysteriously vanishes at a gas station... The film delves into the town's criminal underbelly and what he must do to survive and save his wife. This has new classic written I'm all over in. it. Featured review, here we come. Yeah. I hope it's $20. <laughs> I hope it's $30. <laughs> take it all. Take, take my house. This, Gerard? I'm glad you're on board. I brought this up mainly as a joke. But I actually also want to watch it. I watched while we were in New York and Rion was getting tattooed and I had already finished with mine. I watched, um, fuck did I watch? I watched all of Den of Thieves. <sighs> That's the kind of Gerard Butler, like post being in romantic comedies, like looking like a pile of shit, oh, yeah. acting in crazy movies. That's like that right stuff. in the pocket. Yeah. My guess is what's what's wild to me is that Russell Crowe got uh, Unhinged. Yes. That's, that's the movie Unhinged? One of our favorite movies of all time. Is that actually what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Great movie. I Legit. feel like that's a Rus- that could have been Gerard Butler. Absolutely. Like, wouldn't have even missed a beat, and it seems beneath Russell. Yeah. I remember when we talked about that movie, like, saying just that. Like, this should have... It's weird Russell Crowe's in this movie. He's, like, slumming it, being in a movie like that. And he had that big gain. He did. Like, like Russell didn't need to have that gain. Russell should have been polishing up like script edits for the nice guys too mm. with Ryan Gosling and Shane Black. Yeah, that while movie needs to happen. Gerard Butler did Undisputed or whatever yeah. the fuck that movie. <laughs> Undisputed. Oh Jesus, mate. That Ving Rhames prison mm. boxing movie. Oh, that I've. Own, I think I own that and the sequel that doesn't even have Ving Rhames in it. I think that's one of those movies that has like a bunch of straight-to-video sequels with nobody from the original. I feel like the game or somebody is in one of them. Like it's just like some outlandish right field kind of guy. <laughs> also, Kim Kardashian said that she would eat poop 
every single day if it made her look younger. What? Same. <laughs> Even though I'm made out of Chinese food, it's not gross. <laughs> what? Pete She's Dave- eating my spare rib legs. Pete fuck da- you, Pete Davidson. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fucking, what are you, eating poo over there? Oh, fucking, I'll take a bite of that. Fucking, fuck yeah. I don't care how big your dick is and how many tattoos you have. You stink. <laughs> oh, you fuck. can't eat me. Oh, fuck. I'll just go find, like, some other, like, unfathomable babe to fucking... Hang on with. Your bang list isn't as good as mine. <laughs> Brace face, Juju B. Fucking, who have you hooked up with, Pope? <laughs> <laughs> One name. <laughs> I'm doing niche bits for the for the heads. <laughs> Monty just drove his car <laughs> off of the dirt road. He's dead in a ditch. This is like listen three. He's like clutching his heart in the, as the Mazda like engulfs in flames from Monty just tumbling down some Colorado re- vista. <laughs> go, Ank, go. Kill Monty! <laughs> One less of them! Yes, yes, yes. And I know that when Kim Kardashian says things like this, she's doing it just so people will talk about it in this fashion and be like, what is she doing? Yes. Like, what a fucking idiot. But It's called planned outrage. Yeah. They do it. She does something like this every week, and it always gets headlines, and nobody's talking about it. Mm. They want us to talk about it. Yeah. Like when she did the nobody wants to work anymore. That's not real. She doesn't mean that. It's, mm. She's just saying it because it's going to get on every fucking magazine in America. And it yeah. did. She's been a professional, famous person for like decades at this point. She knows like what to do or say yeah. to get people. I to love her. Like, I'm coming. I'm come completely full circle on the whole family. Like I get it now. I'm, it's like I see it. 2020 like I, the marketing to me is fucking insane. If I had the level of almost like poise and tenacity that they share Ooh. that whole fucking family in the sense of just like being relevant. Yeah, baby. You know, how rich I would be. I'm just too lazy. People shit mm. on them. Cause they're too, they literally that they're, they're just, they don't have that thing. Like you could, they, there are plenty of people who have lots of real good talents. This family pretty much for the most part, everything they've ever done is piggybacked off somebody else's accomplishments. Like for example, on the show, they're now detailing, because I've watched every episode of the Kardashians on Hulu, the new reality show. I forgot they have that new show. I Eight watched, episodes in. Eight? Jesus. I've watched all of them. I watched the first one and then just forgot it existed, yeah. like most shows. Understandable. But Courtney has a new line of like candles and clothes and Ooh. you know just like intimate home products <laughs> called Koosh, I believe it is, or oh. Cooch or something. And it's not only does it sound like Goop, the Gwyneth Paltrow brand, but it's basically the same fucking thing, even down to the branding, to the point where she got Gwyneth Paltrow involved, who appeared on the show, and they're like, now they're doing a collaboration. Mm. And she's like, oh, I don't want to compete with her. There's enough for everybody to succeed, blah, blah, blah. Even though she basically just took her whole idea and did something just like it and is now even tricking Gwyneth Paltrow into being like, in Gwyneth Paltrow's camp is probably like, well, it's the Kardashians, so just say yes. That's another smart move. It's like, let me like shoehorn my way into this company by way of starting my own and then making it seem like I'm being helpful. Why don't we just like start doing pizza reviews and like talking about like, (laughs) sports and stuff like that and then pretty soon we'll just be part of barstool and we'll be millionaires yeah we'll be doughboys slash barstool sports and just see if anybody notices yeah but yeah that is wild Mm -hmm. i'm imagining travis barker on the sidelines while courtney kardashian's doing all this like sick babe he's like hey man like (laughs) i really like i just wanna he's like a boring dude 
I dig his music and his acting. He's an unbelievable drummer. Very he's, good drummer. He's one of the few drummers who you can like tell it's him drumming by listening to a song. You can't really say that about almost anybody else. No. Yeah, he's excellent. And uh, I get it. I get the appeal. Mm. But he just seems on the show. I don't know. It's it's is, odd. Is I think he featured he, heavily on, yes, the, on the series? He's like very much in every episode. Also, how much kanye and or pete davidson is on the show no pete davidson and barely any kanye not even like a they'll have like pete davidson on the phone and then there's been a couple kanye pop buys but not really like kanye the divorce had already happened Mm. and they were still i think amenable at that point but a few weeks i think in a week or two it'll get to the point where they're at odds because now kim is starting to be more and more enmeshed with pete Mm. So as you can see, I'm very invested in the family. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. And I have no shame about it, really. No. I mean, that's completely fair. Did you see the trailer for the new Beavis and Butthead movie? <laughs> Beavis and Butthead do the universe. June 23rd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> he has an erection. <laughs> Guess what, folks? I still think Beavis and Butthead are very funny <laughs> i am a big mike judge guy as you know yeah i'm my favorite mike judge thing is is king of the hill but i i enjoy oh, 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 oh. i hope he has a pop by in this agreed um <laughs> peterson butthead <laughs> yeah like that character who's yeah. basically hank hill who's like the neighbor that's like supposed to be another guy but it's definitely just hank hill yeah they should just make that hank and have him be in the movie agreed um i'm i'm psyched yeah beavis about to do america was great yeah and this i was watching this trailer and having like actual laughs like watching it alone like something about this duo still works yeah it's uh good duo very simple and like dumb but yeah i'm in i'm on board it's paramount plus i imagine just due yeah. to the i think they have like a south park the implication like they're bringing the show back after this movie or some sort of a something. I think he's right. also bringing King of the Hill back. To I Fox heard that at some point that that is the thing. Yeah. It's all happening out there. Speaking of things from years ago, uh, the other day was the six year anniversary of Harambe's death. <laughs> oh, was it now? Yes. So Dick's out for Harambe. You know what? I feel like it's been so long. Harambe stuff is back and funny. I, again. Oh yeah, six. It takes about four to five years for me to go back in on a bit that got killed. Yeah, like I'm like Borat bits came back a couple of years. <gasps> Sorry, excuse me. Borat bits came back for me a couple of years ago. I'm yeah. back in on Harambe now. What's next? Borat's always like a, a tenuous situation. <laughs> Depends on like the day where it's just like I think it's funny again or like mm, I don't know maybe it's out. It's it's hard to hear somebody say my wife and not go my wife and then chuckle to yourself. Or if someone says like, here, come here, I have a chair yeah, or like anything that like a line that you can use. Like I, I throw out a very nice, how much, like at least once or twice a month. And it doesn't usually, it never lands. We'll say that much. A friend of the show, Brian got married recently, which mazel tov. Congratulations, Brian. But uh, I saw him the other day and I was like, You've been dropping my wife's, like, you've been trying it on? How's it going? <laughs> and he's in. He said he's... Yeah, I think I might. Yeah, I mean... I'll be married this fall. Yeah, that's the reason to get married. Agreed. To do that. You know who shouldn't have gotten married is Todd Christley, who has just been exposed by hey, y'all. his 
former wife, I guess, mm. that he had a gay affair with his business partner who then helped him commit some sort of insurance or tax fraud? This, I believe, because, folks, if you're not familiar with Crisley Knows Best, the USA reality show that's been going for what seems like 19 years, this show, it's just him and his family and he's just like a wacky, gay-seeming guy who has a family and is like, he's kind of like over the top and like wacky to people. I don't know how he became a celebrity or what he's famous for, but... He's very gay. He seems... He's, I remember like, that's his whole persona, asking like, like, what is that show about that gay guy to someone? And they were like, oh no, he's not gay. And it's like, What? I think that's how the show became popular. It's like he's not fucking gay. People watching up suddenly they're like, "Wait, this guy isn't gay." Wait, I gotta see what's going the on. The funniest here. thing for me is that there are still guys. It's not funny. I'm sure it's sad, but like to be a closeted gay guy in 2022 when like no one gives a shit about LGBT anymore. Like, it's mm. like, yeah, you're gay. Okay, so what? It's not like a reveal anymore. Sad. Like when remember when, like in like 06 when like Lance Bass came out and it was like a big thing. No doubt, no doubt. It was like on the cover of People magazine, like I'm gay, and like mm. everybody thought it was wild. Yeah. Now it's like when a celebrity comes out, it's like and yeah, like I just haven't met the right guy yet. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like that's I'm fine. winking. <laughs> like, like gay is there is no such thing as gay and straight anymore. It's like such a it's just I don't know that there ever was not a sexuality spectrum. So like mm. for for him to just be living a lie like that, married to some pig, mm. and he's out there just shoving everything down it's a shame i'm glad he's able to spread his wings a little yeah that he's just i should have looked up like what he is famous for because i truly have no idea it's funnier that we don't know he's probably just like some sort of real estate person yeah what does he even do i've watched the i've watched an entire episode of the show and i couldn't establish what was going on that's the thing and it's one of those reality shows where like the things they do are so obviously just scripted. Like he has a, like his mother's really old and is presumably like the comic relief, but it's just like an old, annoying woman who's just being fed lines by producers about like, like, oh, this will be funny because you're an old lady and you're saying like a wacky thing. It's like a scary movie spoof. But I, it's just nonsense. I forgot all about Crisley and all this shit. <laughs> the I feel like he's a bottom <laughs> power uh, regular just a regular old bottom not even a power bottom yeah, he's not running the show fuck it's fucked up and i saw today todd phillips said he is getting quote pretty close Ugh. on a joker sequel i don't know how i knew that's what that was gonna be and fucking <laughs> stop it Joker 2, Into the Jokerverse. Make it a different actor. Yeah. I would love if uh, fucking... What, Todd, Todd Phillips oh. directed the Hangover films, famously. I would love if, like the Hangover 2, if the sequel to <laughs> Joker was a carbon copy of the original, but it's just set in Mexico. <laughs> It's just Joker, like... Done. Bopping around, yeah. That seems... I. That seems like what he'll do. The master of sequels himself. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't think Joker 2 is necessary. <laughs> and the fact that he is even thinking about making it is fucked up. 
don't even want to be around anymore. Get so fucking twisted. What else you got in the news? I'm out. I do believe. I went through my whole list. I think this is a show that you watched a little bit of. High Town Raised Power? by Wolves on oh, HBO it's awful. Max. We I shut it. Lucy was like, I don't think it's that bad. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I think it had a great pilot episode that was really fun. Did you get to the end of the first episode where that woman kills everyone on the ship with like her screamy? I don't voice? even know. Maybe she like I was yells fully at checked out and they explode. It's like a wacky sci-fi thing. But it just got canceled by HBO Max after two seasons. It's in the obits. That's a shame. Dead and buried. And Frank Ocean is in talks to direct his first feature film for A24. That I like. He's cool. This seems like a very A24 thing to do. Yeah, he, he's got their uh, brand all over him. I think, I think that... Uh... I forgot about him. He's, I could see him being very good at that, yeah. He he has some cuts. I think he has cuts. He has a lot of good cuts, yeah. yeah. I would go through his entire discography if you're not for those of you at home who are not familiar. Yeah. He's one of he's like an R and B type guy, yeah. I would say. I don't think he's like he'd be called rap. He's definitely like hip hop, R and B, yeah. Yeah. But uh I watched that. I don't have any more intel on it, but you know it'll be artsy if it's A24, folks. Um, the Rock's daughter, Simone, is going to be a pro wrestler, and she just picked her stage name. What do you think that stage name is hmm. going to be? Tramana. <laughs> is it Tramana? What a beautiful name that would be. I didn't know the or I guess I did know the Rock had kids, but I didn't know he had kids old enough to be wrestlers at this stage in the game. What are their names? Like Drive, Power, <laughs> Hours. Yeah, Work. <laughs> These are my son's work and hours. <laughs> this uh <laughs> shake your hand, Rock. <laughs> I guess her name is Ava Rain. She signed her WWE contract in 2020 and will be the fourth generation in her family to compete in the sport. I bet she's so ugly. I need a photo. I'm not going to comment on that, even though I'm looking at a big photo broad, of her. Let's have a look. Right big, here. broad shoulders and a, like a I thick chin. I can't be sure. Let's have a look. Uh, I already, Spin that I already scrolled past it. I can't. You don't yeah, even want to give gone. the kid a look? Uh, okay, I'll give you a look. Dramana. She's got a long face like a horse, but she's not as ugly as I thought she would be. Huge forehead. Thanks for the compliment, brother. <laughs> I'm on the set of Black Adam, and I really needed that pick-me-up. Thanks, brother. <clears throat> but, I mean, maybe she'll have the stuff. Who knows? Maybe she'll be better than The Rock, and then she can have her own show about the young version of herself rising through the ranks in 20 years. It'll be powerful. I can't wait. Can't wait. And before we take a break, I thought I'd open up the mailbag. Oh, wow. If you'd indulge me for but a moment. We got a question from Sarah Chandler, queen of the turkey. Hits. Hi. How are you, dear? And she is wondering, what are our favorite movie drinks slash snacks to get at the multiplex mm. when we go to the pictures? Diehard fans of the show popcorn. might remember I am not a big popcorn guy. Which is nuts to me. I mean, 
I'll eat it, but it's, I don't know. My taste for it is just, it's wavered. I'm going popcorn and a lemonade whenever I can. Kid loves a lemonade. I'm a big candy man, like the feature film. I can be found with a treat like that. I don't usually fuck around with like proper snacks or get like chips or hot dogs. You know when places have like real food. No, you don't want to get the real food in a movie. It's never going to be that good. I usually don't get in there with that. But yeah, I mean, it's nice to have a Bev, nice treat at the movie. I'm much more inclined to enjoy a movie if I'm eating candy and having a nice fountain soda. Or some CBDs. Oof. Yeah, you love uh, cookie, cookie dough, dough bites. bites. That's a movie theater staple. Did I say CBDs? Like that, Ooh. CBD has me confused with our original acronym CDB. We're going to make cookie dough bites infused with CBD, and it's going to be like the ultimate- <laughs> CDB, CB, CBD, CDBs? Yes. <laughs> Canavana or we'll sell them at the BCBG in LA. <laughs> wow. Then just blow our brains out. Dispensaries contact us. But yes, thank you for that question. And folks, if you have a question, why don't you send it into enough the podcast at gmail.com? And at this moment, I think we're gonna take a break, watch that new Gerard Butler vehicle. Can't wait. You can act like a man. Folks, we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, team. How are you? Boy, did we just watch a great, great film. We did. We watched the new Gerard Butler vehicle, Last Scene Alive, which is now on iTunes, and I think maybe in a couple theaters somewhere on Earth. I gave the summary earlier, but I'm going to give it again now. Gerard Butler stars as a man who's soon-to-be ex-wife mysteriously vanishes at a gas station. The film delves into the town's criminal underbelly while running from the authorities in a race against time to find her. Hell of a summary. Yes. Um, This actually reminded me of a movie called Breakdown. Who's in that again? Kurt Russell. Oh. It's kind of like a underseen 90s classic or not classic, just 90s action movie that unfolds in a very a similar fashion. I consider it a classic. This is, uh, this was okay. I thought it was interesting. Mm. Like right? I wasn't bored. No. It's very much just going through the motions, checking boxes of a kidnapping ransom kind of movie. I like how it got right into it. Like 10 minutes, she's kidnapped from the gas station and they start... <laughs> You know, they did very it. little in the way of build. And at the same time, I was not very invested in her character, but no. I did like seeing Jerry Butler beat the shit out of a bunch of guys, including Ethan Embry. Yeah. <laughs> Two heavyweights sharing the silver screen. You love to see it. Yeah, this, you know, this is like a dumb, watchable. Dumb guy movie. Action. Yeah. Did you see. <laughs> Yeah, Gerard Butler's like his own genre of movie at this point. Like garbage crime. Yeah, like cheaply yeah. made, very specific, weird niche 
action dramas. Yep. And, you know. There was one of the worst CGI explosions that <sighs> either of us had ever seen. Couldn't believe my eyes. It's like, and it wasn't even that big of an explosion. It was just blowing up a barn. It's right. like, just blow up a real <sighs> barn. It blow up a barn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blow up that barn. <laughs> With him in it. Yeah. But it's like, there's no way that blowing up a, a small building would have been more than the CGI that they spent to no. do it on that looked like dog shit. It was CGI is expensive and it's, it's in post production and like, you know, dynamite can't be that expensive. Yeah. Build a shitty looking barn and blow it up. There was a lot off about this movie. The score? Bad score. It didn't fit the movie in a way that i've almost never seen before it's like they had a horror movie score on this action drama like scenes where he's just driving around they're playing like the jason theme basically yeah there was essentially the kind of music that you'd assume it was building up to something that it was not building up to yeah it's the kind of thing you wouldn't even notice except when they're doing it really wrong because normally it's just like oh it's just some background music to set the scene this like nothing worked nothing gelled audio and visual wise but some good like gaslight stuff like mm. you know it's like one of those mysteries it's like who's in on it who's not everyone he encounters is like seems like they could be a suspect or they're fucking with him i would say this is going to be a hulu movie in a month or two yeah. maybe three four at most wait for it yeah. i paid twenty dollars to rent this i feel kind of dumb about that but maybe a fund uh if I, I didn't hate it so I, I feel unjustified in the fund but yeah probably okay. anyway why not i can dig but yeah like i was gonna say it's not formulaic it's a little formulaic but you know i wasn't entirely sure where it was going at every point it had some like twists I don't want to spoil for those that may actually watch this. Classy. But I wasn't that shocked by anything that happened. Yeah. I didn't predict it. Like, I wasn't 100%, but I was not, nothing surprised me, put mm. it that way. Yeah, this is kind of one of those movies that we like to say, it's a movie about, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a movie. We're really time. selling it. Let's give it that featured <laughs> review title. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But yeah, that is uh, Last Scene Alive. Last Scene Alive now on iTunes and uh, wait for it to be free. Yeah. Unless you're a, a diehard Jerry Butler fan like we are. And what else did we watch this week? I watched those new episodes of The Boys. Ooh, which yeah. it's going to be, I don't want to give it, it's a very spoilable show. Hmm. So for those that aren't watching, The Boys is an Amazon Prime original uh with a group of superheroes and it's like there's almost like the corporate side of what it's like to be a superhero and they're a part of this big organization mm. and they are human just like anybody else on some level yeah and you get to see kind of the underbelly of what it's like to be a superhero and it's it's like superheroes living among us mm. and how that might go yeah and the first two seasons i thought were awesome and this one is did not disappoint. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited to watch the new ones. I didn't even realize it came out already. Yeah, it snuck up on us. Did you watch all three? Of the I watched two? the first two. Okay. And the second one was awesome. I wonder if Seth Rogen directed any of these new episodes. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, the, this show, they find some interesting wrinkles to explore with the whole su- superhero stuff that yeah. has been stuff. played to death. But I'm not a huge superhero guy. I notably don't enjoy the Marvel movies, and this is not that. Yeah. This takes that and flips it inside out and gives it a much more interesting, grittier take that I think for people that are a little fed up with the Marvel thing, this is almost like a meta take on it in the sense of like kind of a fuck you to Marvel. Mm. To me, at least. Yeah. I like how it's got like a, I don't know if realistic's the right word, but like they present it like if there were superheroes that actually existed, like they'd be owned by these corporations. A hundred percent. And they do, you know, like they if, have some clever stuff like that where I'm like, Oh, that probably is what would right, happen. Like, what do you think would happen if you showed the world that you had the ability to fly? Do you think they'd just let you do that? Yeah. You'd be, they'd be cutting your head open and trying to harvest your blood to recreate you for a superhero soldier for the U.S. Army by tomorrow. Yeah, that would be like the... And every other movie like that. Yeah. And I think this also begs the question, like, what would you really be like if you had those powers? Mm. Which I think is a cool concept. Because it's like the, the character of Superman, you know, in like an... in a lot of the movies, I haven't seen them all bad example, but like a lot of superheroes are just great guys and they're saving people. And they're not like, if you had super strength, you're telling me you'd just do good things all the time. Or would you have a bad day and get out of your car and throw somebody's car off of a bridge? Yeah. That's why these movies need more of that stuff. Like, you know, you need to insert some drama into the lives of these people. And not drama, like a, a love story. We don't need like the Pepper Potts character in Iron Man. Like, make Iron Man also a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. The best superhero movies that find a way to to do that stuff and not just. Which is why I think I like the DC movies more mm. rather than. There's really no Marvel movie beyond Venom that I'm even that intrigued by. Yeah, because yeah, even though people shit on the DC stuff, you know they're. They're not all great. They're uneven, but the Zack Snyder ones, at least he he has like a take on stuff. Yeah. His Superman was like a weird alien who like didn't want to save people. It's like, I guess that's interesting. Something different, mm. at the very least. So yeah, that's The Boys on Amazon Prime, uh, season three. I, and I see it going for at least a few more, it's a the way it feels so far. Wildly popular show. I think they have that spinoff about like yep. a college for superheroes coming out soon. It'll probably be called uh, like Monsters University or two. It'll be called like the men or something. <laughs> the work. Men, men, men. <laughs> He's in. We've also been watching a little bit of the new season of Stranger Things. I'm digging that so far too. It's good. It's yeah. like the show's been gone for so long. When I was watching the first episode, I was expecting to hate it. Then I was like, oh yeah, I kind of like this show. Yeah. <laughs> It's got some good characters. They're having fun. Well, a lot of shows, I think, take big hiatuses and they don't do the work in the writer's room. And this show, I think, did not have that issue. I think they actually put a lot of interesting scripts to paper. And then the characters, a lot of the the only issue I have so far is that all the kids look like five, six, seven years older than they They all hit puberty, it seems. They look hilariously older. Yes. It seems like nine years has passed in between seasons. Finn Wolfhard in particular. If, is that his name, Wolfhard? I think so. That sounds it, right. Either way, he 
looks 35. Yeah. Like they're all growing up real quick and that's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm interested. I think I've watched the first four and mm. it started to heat up after the end of the second episode. And I was like in a good way. And it's got me like season three was decent. I did not really love season two. Season one, I think was phenomenal because it was just so new and fresh. Mm. We've talked about this, but the newest ones are, they got me so far. And I like a couple of the new characters. Yeah. The, I mean, the critiques of the show remain, it's still like cribs a lot from every Spielberg, John Carpenter, Stephen King thing from right. the 80s. Kind of like in a cute way, though. Yeah, like, but despite that, it's fun. You know, it's got some stuff. And they clearly have, like, a huge budget and the effects. Oh, yeah. Like, that main creature who's attacking that babe in the house in that, like, weird dream sure. sequence in the first one. I was like, this is cool. This is like some Nightmare on Elm Street type stuff. Right. They clearly have a much larger budget than they did the first season, which is hysterical to watch with shows. Yeah. It's like watching Elysium after you've watched District 9. You're like, oh, yeah, they gave the director some money this time. Mm. Didn't you just watch that the other day? I did, yeah, for the first time. I thought I'd seen it, and then I realized like Lucy loves like futuristic, post-apocalyptic kind of stuff, and Matt Damon is in it, and she really likes District 9, which we watched a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. So I was like, all right, let's put this on. And it was, you know, there were parts of it that were kind of great, but... Yeah, it's no, it's no District 9. That's like a smart, really isn't. like, yeah. well-thought-out... District 9 is kind of like a dumb movie, but it looks cool, and it's got some fun action. And I like the guy from District 9 who plays the villain in Elysium. I can't remember I can his name. I never remember his name. I've tried, like, six times. It's something Oop. strange. Charlto Copley. Just came to me. We're Charlotte back. Copley. Friend of the show. He is a friend of the show, yeah. And I will say, Stranger Things wise, it's good, but those David Harbour Russia scenes? Not great. They could have flushed that whole storyline down the toilet and the show would be better for it. There's a scene where, and this is a spoiler for those that haven't seen it, but there's a scene where he's like breaking out of the Russian jail that's decent. But even that, even that's. It's kind of boring. It's glaringly the weak part yeah. of the show. And I think he was a, one of the better parts of the show when he was in Hawkins. Mm. There's just something about, like, prison stuff has to be done a certain way. Like, typically, I'm only in on American prisons. Ooh. And I must say, the I'm thinking the only foreign movie where somebody gets in prison that I remember really enjoying was Midnight Express. And that's like a classic on classics. Mm. But... I think most prison stuff is done better when it's within our prison system. I can dig. Yeah, I'm trying to think of an example I of can't. the other. But Prison Break. That's a that's a good one. <laughs> that's yeah. a good one. What? I love that show. I love that show. I made out of Chinese food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that low main. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Duck sauce. <laughs> What? You think they'll finally reveal the the stranger thing at the end of the series, or the strangest thing? What what are we building to at the end of this show? I think the strangest thing is that uh, Drake and Millie Bobby Brown are still friends, despite <laughs> him getting dragged for being a pedophile. I do think it's funny that like he posted a picture of them hanging out the other day. Him just like posting through it all, like everyone on Earth is just bidding like, him. Yeah, I do whatever I want, girl. She's that good of a hang. <laughs> We just, I'm, I'm powering through. He definitely fucked her. You think? Pre-18. Oh, yeah. He doesn't care. Wow. What are they going to do about it? <laughs> huh? 
I mean, probably that something. big Canadian prick getting in there. <laughs> that dark meat. <sighs> dark meat. Freddy stuff. And I have one more small review that I wanted to mention. That Netflix show, Love, Death, and Robots. I think I've talked about it here before. The new season, season three. It, I'm only three episodes in. But I recommend everyone watches Love, Death, and Robots Season 3, Episode 2. You don't need to watch it in order? No. They're all standalone. They're their own, just like short films in the sci-fi genre. David Fincher directed Episode 2. It's okay. about a creature attacking people on a boat, and it is a home run. Is it too scary? or It actually is scary. <laughs> but is it too scary? No, I'm going to okay. say no so people watch it. I don't want to scare them away. But it, like, it was crazy, fucked up, violent. Like, I don't want to spoil it. It's only 15 minutes long. I can't recommend it enough. And I think David Fincher should make a full animated movie. Agreed. He's got the stuff. It's very good. And some of the other ones are fun, too. Like any anthology show. They're hit or miss, but the hits are good. And I think that might be all that we watched this week. <laughs> Tramana. Uh, Tramana. I feel like something <laughs> comes out next week. We'll be talking about that new Adam Sandler LeBron James vehicle called Hustle. You fucking idiot. Might be Netflix's final uh, passion project. Before they really hunker down. Oh, do you think they won't do things like sign gigantic fucking billion dollar deals with Adam Sandler just adding to his money mountain? Yeah, why do they have to Scorsese? They should be after Adam Sandler. They paid him like $700 million to make eight fucking turkeys that nobody's even watched. Have you not seen like Dates at Sea or whatever that's called? (laughs) Hey. I'm making Hubie Halloween too. I, (laughs) I love, love, love Adam Sandler. Same. Like his movies from when we were kids were phenomenal. Yeah. But like any comedy that he's made, like I loved Funny People. Funny People, Punch Drunk Love, um, Uncut Gems. There's a, there's a list of like a couple of home runs. And then like the movies, obviously, like the Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, that whole camp. Yeah. But like all of his Netflix originals are just god awful, unwatchable shit. Mm. And he knows that. And he's making them anyway for the money. And I get it. But. Honestly, I find that frustrating. Yeah. Honestly, Hubie Halloween is probably the best of them, and it's barely anything. It's funny, like, on yeah. a like, cheesy, like, look at this turkey kind of It level. sucks because he's actually funny, and he's actually talented, and he's capable of so much more. Mm. He's not just some dud who doesn't know how to do anything else with one speed. Mm. He has a whole nother level that he can ascend to, and yeah. he just doesn't. Well, his next movie said he's doing another movie with the Safdie brothers. So that I have high hopes for. Yeah, maybe he's like back and he decided to make good movies again. I watched Big Daddy in the hospital after I almost died in a car accident. Ooh. So that movie does not really sit well with me anymore. I always found it a little overrated. I never understood the real appeal. I Kids like aren't funny. A lot of people think that's like his best. It's like it's cute. It's got it's a mo- couple moments, but. It's no... Dylan and Cole Sprouse. <laughs> Scene stealers. I feel like they've both been molested so many times. <laughs> That's probably unfortunately true. 
poke kids. I can tell you a few things about being molested. Oh, no. Yeah. Lil Lank. You think it's funny? <laughs> it's not. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm sorry. It's very insensitive of me. I, uh, I really wish all the best for Dylan and Cole Sprouse. I, I mean, I know what it feels like to want to, you know, make people laugh and be the center of attention to deflect from the fact that on the inside, you're just this hollow victim. Mm. Do you think whichever one isn't on Riverdale is jealous of the one that's on Riverdale? I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, a, I'm potential, per, personally, I'm jealous of um, my sibling's success just based on the fact that I feel like as a result of my weird, tumultuous <laughs> teens and childhood, mm. I was diverted from the path of success myself. Nothing out of my own doing, but it was frustrating nonetheless. And I, you know, as an older version of myself i would regret it and i do mm. i don't know i feel like i'm talking in circles but i, I just I, my heart goes out to the sprouses because you and i both know they had some hands on them no doubt there's just no doubt and yes we we feel for their plight have a great weekend everybody thanks for listening this oh. is little Ank signing off and um just remember that if your kids are acting funny after a camping trip, <laughs> you, we should ask them what happened and just really be a good listener and be there for them. Wow. Lil Ang's got a heart of gold. That's nice of him to reach out like that. I appreciate that. Yeah, that was sweet. I mean, I think that's enough. I've had enough, yeah. Enough! Folks. What are your plugs? Give me those plug a did you know that you can hear me on another podcast called The South what? Shore Boys? It's this is on, news to me. It's on Spotify and Apple and all the other ones where you get your stuff. And we actually have a Patreon now at patreon.com slash South Shore Boys. And we have five subscribers now. So we're what really do you guys do with the money? The sky's the limit. <laughs> what do we do with that juicy like $14 a month? <laughs> I don't think it started coming in yet, but once it does, it's all all bets yeah, are off. You should demand more. Yeah. <laughs> Say you're off the program. <laughs> I, I need all the. Uh... I still need to come on that show. Yes, they're dying to have you on. That, what time great. do you guys usually do it in the mornings on Saturdays? We usually do it Saturdays at 11 a.m. That's, that's good for me. Yeah. Yeah. All jacked up on caffeine. We actually, we need guests for tomorrow, because Tyler and Logan are in uh, Burlington oh, doing something. I got shit tomorrow, but I, I, I am, actually, I'll throw a plug out there. My cousin, uh, Blake Ankner, is a very talented photographer. Hey, buddy. You can find him on Instagram. Just look up Blake Ankner. It'll probably come up. He has a photography show in the city tomorrow that I will be attending. Oh, really? Yes. That's and I'm going to cool. get, get together with the family prior to that. That's cool. Congrats, yeah. Blake. I've seen your pictures on Instagram. They're He's good stuff. Taking some for my uh, AnkFit account, actually. Ank underscore fit at Instagram. Mm. And AnkFit.com. You can come uh, check it out. And also, I'm going to extend the offer again. If you are a personal trainer and you need somewhere to take mm. your clients, AnkFit.com. Uh, email me at Ryan at AnkFit.com. And, you know, if, if you know a trainer that you can send me, I will do literally anything you want. Anything? Anything. Wow. Folks, you heard him. It's on wax. Yep. You got him dead to rights. You got me. So, all right. That's it for me. Folks, that's enough. 
thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Have a good one, man. Have a good one. Oh. Oh. What? What?